Man, I'm having so much fun. This is a $1.6 trillion industry. I'm talking about the food and beverage space. If you're not having fun, you're in the wrong place. Yes, it's hard work, but my gosh, the companies, the brands, the flavors, the experiences, the missions, it's fantastic. But some of the brands are different, better, and special. They're the ones who are able to really compete and vie for customer loyalty. Look, I know you want to make your brand different, better, and special. I know you yourself want to be different, better, and special. That's my mission. That's why you're here. Join me on this journey as I interview CEOs and founders from all the different companies within the food and beverage industry so we can discover what they're doing, so we can take that information back, digest it, and become better ourselves and to help our companies take on different strategies, pick the right technology, pick the right partners. And of course, you got to have great tasting food. You got to have great tasting beverages, packaged goods. If it doesn't taste good, you're lost. I'm sorry. You're going to lose millions. If you're new here, take the five episode challenge. Go back, pick out some brands and CEOs, some topics. If you love the content, subscribe. You're going to find it on every podcast platform once or twice a week. But I also publish them on LinkedIn because that's where we kind of hang out. So when you see it on LinkedIn, stop by, make a comment, share it back into your food and beverage network. I would appreciate it. The brands would appreciate it. To all my loyal listeners, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Thank you for being with me on this journey. Thanks for coming along on this mission for the past two years. If you are considering a strategic job change, message me. Let's have a confidential conversation. If your brand is growing and you need to attract experts, you also need to contact me because I have created a different, better, and special recruiting system. I promise you, no other search firm in America is doing that. Who am I? I'm Tony Moore. I'm an expert food and beverage headhunter, semi-professional podcaster, and I'm here each and every week Stay tuned for this week's episode. Welcome to Winning at Work. I am so glad you guys can join us. I have family that lives out in Portland. And the, the, one of the first times I was there, we were driving in from the airport, and I noticed at every stoplight and stop sign as I was going through the city, they had these beautiful roses just kind of growing wild. And my uh, my brother-in-law said, yeah, this is... The, the, the soil up here is incredible. Everything grows up here. It grows wonderfully. And as the more I began studying more about Portland and agriculture, um, I think it's been considered, it's been called like the fruit basket of the world or something like that, because it's just this incredible, right? It's this incredible area. So today I am joined by Kevin Scott, my food and beverage expert. Kevin, how are you, sir? Tony, I'm great. It's Friday. Uh, we've got a guest that we're going to bring on board in a minute. And uh, I'm really looking forward to, to learning more about this company and, and Paula and the work that she's put into it and, and where they're going in the future. So, uh, hey, it's Friday. I'm happy. It's Friday. And uh, what better time to, to do a podcast where, you know, we deal with um, executives here on the podcast, trying to understand their expertise, how they're growing their brands and 
you know, we finally, right, Paula, have some time to get together now. And today I have Paula Costa Bravo. She is the vice president of sales and marketing for Oregon Fruit Products. And this is a, I'm going to say the, the website, the, the fruits. I mean, these are these kind of, you know, iconic in, in my mind, if you're, if you're, a, if you're a cook, if you're a chef, if you bake, this is pretty much what you want. And so when I realized this company looked like it might be going through a bit of a transition, um, you know, new type of growth, maybe new categories, an opportunity opened up for us to talk with Paula. So we're so just so pleased to have you down here today, Paula. Thank you so much. I appreciate uh, Tony and Kevin. I'm a, a huge fan of uh, of the podcast and uh, humble to be here. Thank you. Uh, checks in the mail. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, we're going to end the podcast there. That's the highest note we're going to be, and that's it. We've we've reached the pinnacle. Um, so I so. Obviously, you're 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 well known in food and beverage space. I, the way I look at it, is you kind of got your chops back at General Mills, and yeah. then uh, transitioned into the Hershey Company. Yeah. And uh, and we don't date ourselves, so that's what you'll notice. I don't give any dates. We're yeah. all twenty-one and holding. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, um, of course. <laughs> Kellogg's and uh, now at Oregon Fruit Products as vice president of sales and marketing. So yeah. I'm curious, you, you've you worked for these huge, you know, international CPG companies. So I'm just curious, what was it that attracted you to this brand? Why did you make this move to Oregon Fruit Products? It, my, my story is unusual, but highly fulfilling because the impact you make in a family run um, it goes beyond just, you know, your scope of work. It is, it is about people. And I'd say that's one of the reasons today, I believe, uh, uh, it's what brought me to Oregon Fruit is people and culture. Is to be able to build something that's quite unique, uh, not only from a results standpoint, but really through uh, 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 the sum of the parts. Yeah, it's it's interesting as you go through your work history, and what what I'm really intrigued by is you've been brought on to probably change culture a little, um, probably change some processes. Um, what what type of as you came on came into the company, what was your first thought about what do I need to go do? It sounded like you had a good team of good people, but after that, it becomes all right. Now it's time to perform. So. What did that look like for you in the yeah. beginning? Yeah, um, uh, 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 for me, it's really stepping in uh, uh, with amazing experts, not only in the company but you know, relational. Uh, some folks that have been working together for twenty-five years, thirty years together, and in in the same company or other companies, leadership-wise. Um, I think for me was really reverse psychology. Um, I, I actually like intentionally things that like my nature, you know, I don't have to say I'm kind of like, you know, a good type A, you know, someone that like owns, you tell me something I immediately own and I want to make a difference and, 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 and solve problems like we were talking about. It was really step back. It was really like, let the team guide me. Obviously, 
one of the reasons here in Oregon Fruit, uh, the company has had uh, several pivotal growth moments, and we are uh, uh, in one right now that started, you know, a couple of years ago, is the unpenetrated channels. Um, it's funny, I, I heard uh, uh, in one of your podcasts with Liz Moscow, it uh, was fascinating. It's kind of that channel blurring and that, yes. you know, kind of like that gray zone, right? Yeah, and, it's just uh, everywhere now. And, and, and it's a reality. And it's it's a complete reality, like the size of the industry of food and how food and beverage touch uh, uh, consumers is immense. And we haven't even scratched the surface. So my 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 first reaction is like, well, everybody knows what they're doing. Let me let me let the experts continue doing what they're doing. But there is one area that the company have not really uh, 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 made kind of that that quantum growth to be able to sustainably grow, which is really tap into that you know business to business. And when you think of business to business, I'm thinking more that food service, that that small manufacturer, you know, that menu, that ingredient industrial business. That you know, it probably happened. Uh, uh, because we had relationships here and there, but then how intentionally are we developing a vision, uh, developing a framework and going? So I let some of the biggest channels that, that run, you know, our, uh, 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 our sales, give them the empowerment and the trust that they're going to continue doing uh, uh, what they're doing and they were in the right path. But then where where did the quantum growth could come from? <laughs> you know, it really it really was, you know, on the food service and the, and the industrial space. So it was about coming in, was about framing a vision, um, influencing internally to the team and saying, you know, this this is a repeatable model that has worked well, that has served me well. Um, how do you guys think this this can be replicated? And of course, you know, the first reaction is, oh, it's really scary. I don't think we can. <laughs> yeah, you got to create some new thinking at times and, and challenge people a little bit, right? So, I, you know, to me, I, I always say those now are the biggest supporters of the vision. and And so much so that, you know, coming in and kind of trying to bring them on board and selling the the one-year plan. And now it's kind of selling them on the five-year plan. Like it's not just a one-year plan, it's a five-year plan. And how organically it is their plan. They're able to actually go and talk. So, so the recent change, so a couple of years ago, you definitely had to pivot just because of what was going on in the world what what does it look like today? Because if you think about if you go to buy a house, if you go to gas up your vehicle, if you everything is being inflated with inflation, how has that affected your business at this point? Well, we we did you know not 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 to 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 be a broken record. Don't need to mention any of the supply chain challenges. But I think for us, there were two there there are two things that were very very central and, 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 and intentional. One is making sure 
we capped our community in supply. You, you know, that, that was critical. And if it meant changing uh, processes, if it meant, meant changing, um, you know, how we did business, you know, we were going to ensure because supply, I think today everybody can agree. Um, you talk first about assured supply and then, you know, the other components come and, you know, we, we don't even, you know, hardly talk about price anymore, right? It's all about assured supply. So we wanted to make sure that our, our community was supplied. And when I say community, it's customers, uh, it's, it's vendors, is, you know, it, it really is the entire, uh, uh, the entire community that, you know, we made sure we took care. Uh, that we took the time to build relationships, uh, that we took the time to service um, during the during the pandemic, and that that meant changing our some of our practices. Um, you know, we are very proud. It's inherit, right? So the name of the company already, like you opened, Tony. It, it, it inherently, you know, where the source. You kind of like, you know, it's going to come with high quality, high, you know, uncompromised taste and ripeness, you know, of the fruit. Uh, but, you know, for one reason or another, not just pandemic, but also, you know, climate change. Look at what happened last year in, in the Pacific Northwest, you know, in the weather. Um, we had to quickly not be stuck into practices that could inhibit us in supplying our uh, our community. So if it meant uh, 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 buying outside of our local and regional model, uh, we did it. You know, didn't have to go through a huge amount of process approval. And it's like, you know, if it made sense, if it met specs, uh, if it's still, you know, the quality of the fruit was there, uh, you know, for us, it's not only the source of the fruit, but how the fruit is curated and handled. I think it's another special part, you know, that 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 helped us pivot. Uh, we paid close attention to all channels. Um, we really had to support the huge pantry loading that happened, right? Uh, and and brick and mortar and 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 people just panicking: Am I going to have food? Tomorrow, like you can only imagine, uh, you know, we 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 were producing as fast as we were shipping. Um, another another area that you know supply and assured supply was very important. Um, you know, so proud of the of the big big scale that happened uh, a few years ago with Oregon Fruit, and you talk about industrial sales is really. Uh, uh, Oregon Fruit, I'm proud to say it's one of the largest suppliers uh, for for brewers, distillers, you know, that are adding uh, fruit purees into their process. Um, and no one needs to say what happened in the pandemic and, you know, the rise of, uh, you know, beverage and, 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 and you know, alcohol, uh, not only production, but consumption. So, you know, that just really took off. But one, one great thing, look at how organically things happen. Our food service team organically was able to actually say, look, 
what a great proposition is to say, uh, 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 not only a short supply um, to the community, but say we would do it in a consistent way. You can produce your beverage one and your beverage 400, like your, your strawberry lemonade with consistency. You know, you will have real fruit. You would have uh, uh, consistency. You will not uncompromise that taste and that, you know, third dimension of fruit uh, in your offering. Because we'll be able to take, you know, uh, your labor issues to another level. Our president and CEO, he, 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 really, he, he really is the one that deserves the credit. He is a tremendous uh, people leader, servant leader. Uh, he is someone that really leads by example. Um, and I think we are just, we're surrounded by that. So you, you gotta, you, you, you can only continue that, <laughs> you know, that, uh, that, that type of, uh, trait and, and skill set. Yeah. And I, I think it's good. And, you know, it's, uh, and I listen a lot of John Maxwell and one of the things that he talks about is people really don't care about what you know until they know how much you care about them. Have you taken the Clifton Strengths Finder? I have. I have. That was, I mean, from all of the, uh, all of like, you know, these personality tests, you know, it was my first one and I, I remain consistent, which I, 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 do you remember what your like, really top like, two or three were of that one? Oh, I know my top five. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear it. And Kevin, uh, Kevin, you've not taken it. Have you? I have not. You're gonna have, we're going to have to get you to take oh, it yeah. so you can join in on the fun. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Paula. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, you know, I think you'll be shocked and surprised that you know, out of uh, out of my top five, I, I I fall into in two of the dimensions. If you remember, like he divides into four dimensions. It's the is the dimension of influencing and relationship building. So I'm an includer. I'm a developer. Uh, I'm a communicator. I am empathetic and I'm a connector. For those of you who have not taken it, it just means she's got a very, very high EQ. <laughs> right? I mean, that's pretty much, they can put you in any environment and you're going to figure out how to bring everybody together. Yeah. So um, I'm activator, ideation, and adaptability. Those are my top, top ones. So yeah, it's been a very it's been a very useful test for us. Well, let's go back to Oregon fruit products because you've you know you're there to take them into you know new categories, new areas of growth. Obviously, food service. So, tell us about just where you're getting the most you know success. Which categories within food service seem to be most successful? Where are you getting the most um, acceptance of your product at this at this point? Uh, so for me, what has uh, uh, served me and the team well, and I and I have an incredible leader leading that uh, 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 that team, Wendy. Um, she she really is intentionally focused uh, in 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 really chain accounts. You know how can we really best serve? And funny enough, with with the pandemic, we. Um, you know, got a lot of what we call those opportunistic, you know, kind of uh, opportunities. It's like, well, we're out of supply. Again, supply, right? Oh, we're out of supply. Can you help us out? 
And I'm really, really happy to say she she's just taking that to another level. It's not just about you know, keeping them supplied, but it's really making a difference on the customer experience and the consumer experience. At the end of the day, uh, one thing that we are trying to kind of leverage as our operating model is keep the macro consumer trends, you know, in perspective. You know, if you offer a premium product today, you will be able to win and charge for it. Um, Health and wellness you know, uh, it's a natural. We are able to really leverage. We have very simple ingredient decks. You you know what it is. You can pronounce everything that's in our. Product. I can't read the label. It's going back. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean the eights and nights. It's like there's none of that, and uh, and that's a great. You know, that's a great start right there. That's another macro trend that we are able to leverage. Uh, a grab and go. You know, in convenience, you know, we are now moving away from that and uh, being able to offer something that not only on the back of the house is convenient, but it's easy to, again, consistently be replicable. It's key. Um, and then some custom solutions. We, we, we really pride ourselves to be able to, to, to partner with some fantastic uh, um, operators and chains that are looking for the next level. Uh, one 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 example is our, you know, dragon fruit mango, uh, a fruit in hand. Imagine like this beautiful dragon fruit in a bottle that, you know, you can serve uh, in a smoothie, in a lemonade, in a cocktail, in a, you know, non-alcoholic drink. It's eye-catching. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's, you brought up something that was always a challenge. You know, my background, I work for a beverage company and, The big challenge we had with convenience stores is how do we get people to go beyond pay at the pump? And it is how do we get them to go into the store impulse purchases? So it's interesting because you offer, you know, premium foods. And when I think of a convenience store, it's not necessarily my first thought is I want to eat there. But I think you guys have figured it out and you've given them a food offering that. And once again, that's just going to make more money for the retailer to get them to come and grab it. So that's that dollar ring. Yeah. I mean, think about, you know, an amazing parfait, grab and go with a delicious, you know, compote, mixed berry compote, uh, or a Marion Berry compote. You know, that, that drives traffic that, that drives not only traffic, it's repeat sales, right? Um, America, America, you know, it got to taste good. It's the number one, uh, 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 the the number one attribute here. It needs to taste good, and if yeah. it doesn't taste good, it's not. It's not going to drive repeat trials. So yeah, yeah, your toast. Yeah, yeah. You, it's don't even uh, don't even bother. Um, so when you're involved in food service, is it important for you guys to have any kind of name recognition or are you okay with white label in that case? Because you do have the retail presence. So some people want that connection. So when they go in, they enjoy it. They know where to go. Is that, uh, is that part of the strategy or? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, the more, uh, the more that we are able to demonstrate, uh, I would say, uh, this dollar ring, uh, uh, this incremental sales, you know, really that consumer experience elevated and repeat repeat sales. 
Definitely. I mean, the aspiration is, you know, co-branding. I think there is huge cachet to be able to leverage, uh, um, you know, ingredients. Uh, you talk about Gen Z, even millennials, right? They want to know where it comes from. And more is more. Uh, uh, the the uh, creative part here is that being able to co-brand, we, we do, you know, very successful co-branding in the in the brewing side um which you know our our, our head of that that channel has done a, a just a, a phenomenal job so obviously the vision for me is definitely replicate that model into into food service for sure yeah why not if especially if you're going to go with a premium product they need to they need to understand that this is a you know almost what, an 85 year old company yeah Roughly. Yeah, yeah, eighty six. Yeah, and just you know, really true and try to kind of like that legacy, that family heritage. You know, one of one of the things the team did an amazing job uh, during during kind of that uh, uh, the pandemic and the pantry loading is really understand directly from consumers. You know, what were they doing? You, you know, with the product and the response that we got on kind of it, it's almost bringing them back to the cradle like oh this brought you know my grandma's recipe oh my gosh back that to nostalgia life. feel yeah yeah people yeah. Will, will pay for that yeah yeah so uh, it, you know it was really amazing to see kind of like that integration uh of uh of a legacy brand uh, that you know you could argue is regional but it actually is national and how do we, you know, bring that even more and more to the forefront? Um, and it's it's global as well. You talked about how how Oregon is 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 seen as kind of the fruit basket of the world. That really is. Um, you know, we have you know in our export business countries that that really look up to you know the way we manufacture and the way we source as as gold standard. So as you kind of look to the future of where you want to take this company from your, in your sales and marketing um, expertise, what do you think is next for the company? What, where would you like to see them expand or maybe just improve upon what they're currently doing? What's, uh, what's next? The, 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 we're just kind of scratching the surface, right? Like I said, and especially in the food and, and beverage side. Um, you know, I would say the commercial side and commercial chains really is is kind of where with the structure of our team today is it's kind of like where we can, you know, fast track and, and get the biggest ROI at this point. But it's just it it's really broadening where consumers are, you know, not only, uh, you know, in 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 a C store or in a chain or a particular QSR or fast casual, but also is colleges and universities is, you know, one ambition is how, how do we develop a product that, you know, moms are proud that they are being served in K through 12 schools, right? It's the real plant base. It is fruit. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's literally, safe. it's like, it's it really, literally plant. like, yeah, it is the real plant based. So how do we, oh my you know, God. How, how do we say more of that? And, uh, um, and, 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 and really just penetrate the, this, this tremendous, um, you know, food and beverage space that, that we really haven't. 
Um, so I, I see kind of the, the, the sky is the limit. Um, obviously, we need to do in a sustainable way, um, both internally and externally as well. And, uh, you know, go fruit. <laughs> That's <what> <laughs> <laughs> go fruit. I mean, who doesn't? That might be your messaging. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't love fruit? Um, so I, I'm curious, though. Ideas are coming from the team now, right? An empathetic leader is going to allow people to be creative. Lots of ideas are going to come to you that the team is wanting to do. We always hear that you should not chase shiny objects. You, budgets are limited. Unless you're, you know, Kevin and you're working at Coke and (laughs) (laughs) truly budgets are unlimited. Just add some zeros and you've got Kevin's budget. Um, How do you, what's your, uh, your strategy for vetting out ideas that are coming? Because you've got, as you said, a very holistic background. So when you're looking at fruit and consumer trends and sentiments, where do you think things are heading? And, And yeah. Really, really rooted in 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 customer and operator insight, right? You kind of like you know the ones that are here in the the perimeter today, but then also the aspirational ones. So one of the things that that the team uh, uh, did a tremendous job is is been able to you know formalize uh, uh, really a, a, a pipeline of ideas, big ideas, small you know from easy easy execution to big impact and you know so on and so forth so so we just came out out of this you know kind of uh uh, uh customer operator uh surveys uh and testimonials that actually we're we're listening and saying okay have we considered that as part of our innovation pipeline have we considered that part of our you know, solution selling approach. And it's not just product. It's about service. It's about customer of where, you know, we want to go. It's about marketing. You know, where where do we actually, you know, scale and, and, and focus on versus to your point being self-fulfilling? Oh, we feel good that we're doing X, Y, and Z, but, you know, does, does it really has legs? Um, so we 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 went through that uh, at the end of last year and um, just came out with what we call kind of like our thirty six big ideas uh, that's going to serve us over the next two years to help prioritize, to help strategize, to help plan. You know, for the next two years, you know, like I said, not only product. Uh, 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 innovation, but also, um, it, you know, how, how do we go to market as well on the areas that we just talked about? Uh, one, one thing that, you know, it's all about, I, I'm very happy that I had the, the career and the experience that I did because that's, that's one of the core things, you know, leading with operator insights and solving problems to that operator, it's going to be the key. Uh, uh, to be able to make inroads, and and if they're not in the fore center of what we are doing, and if we're not solving problems, it's going to be very hard. Well, as we as we begin to wrap up, um, I know you've got a lot on your a lot on your plate and a lot of different directions. 
for people who want to just maybe sample or try the product, what's the best way for them to get introduced to the brand? Do you have a, is there a website? Is there Instagram? How do you guys showcase? Yeah, I, I would say nationally, obviously, you know, Walmart, um, you will recognize our uh, our cans uh, just really stand out in the in the fruit aisle, and it's you know beautiful black. Uh, and I think the most important is real fruit. It's fruit. It's not fruit filling. It's not. Uh, it's fruit. Um, so you know, Walmart, Walmart.com. Uh, you'll be able to. Uh, we are in several uh, uh, retailers here in the West Coast. Um, you're able to to find at Albertsons, uh, Sata Brothers, uh, a lot of your uh, Safeways of the world. Um, but 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 nationally, I I would say the best shot best shot is 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 Walmart. Yep. And then next time you go go out for a Friday night little uh, happy hour, you know, see if uh, see what the bartender's using. I know, I know. That's uh, you're 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 absolutely right. Yeah, they're tell you, food service is blowing up, and I think it's great that you guys are going to have multi-channel strategy. And obviously, with your background, you're the right person to do it. So it's going to be exciting to see where it goes and how it how it develops. So um, thank you. I'm, I'm curious. So as we as we kind of close, I've heard people say this, and I, I kind of love this question. And that's, you know, if you could go back and do anything differently in business, is there is there what would you do anything different? Now that you know kind of what you know, um, it's a softball I, I, question. You can do anything I, you want with it. I, I, I would not. I always tell my team that everything I've done led me to this. Uh, so, so if if you know, I, I intentionally you know choose to be here, and and I'm so excited and humbled to to be part of this. Uh, uh, this this legacy, I I would not I would not. That's great. That's great. Well, Kevin and I both thank you very much for joining us today and telling us a little bit more about Oregon fruit products and kind of the strategies and what you guys are doing to pivot. And uh, yeah, guys, it's happy hour somewhere at some time. So go out and <laughs> go out and try. Yeah. yeah thank Cheers. You. Thank, <laughs> Cheers. Thank you so much, Paula. Really, really insightful and helpful. And uh, you've had a wonderful career and it sounds like you're with a wonderful company. So, um, conti- uh, you know, hopefully continued success to you and the team. Yeah, no, thank you. And thank you both. Uh, I-, I appreciate this was fun. If only it was, you know, through happy hour, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, they don't, you know, they don't know what time of day it was. They they don't know what's on our desk as far as they're concerned, you know. Yeah, it's five o'clock uh, in the Like afternoon I said, it's five somewhere. o'clock somewhere. That would be the follow-up <laughs> meeting. <laughs> oh, I don't know that we'd want to record that one. <laughs> no. We all have professional jobs. We want to keep it, you know, <laughs> up and up. Got it. All right, Paula, thank you. We'll have you on again. We'll, we'll see where we stand. Absolutely now number one fan of Winnie at Work. There's just so many awesome uh, and I will put a review there. Uh, or maybe I'll have I'll have my husband. Oh, thank you. Uh, as well. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks, Paula.